Hi, welcome to Realign Podcast. It's Gabriella, and today we're going to be talking all about self love, self care, and why it matters, which is important. Um, so yeah, what does self love and self care mean to you? Those are the first two things I want you to just take a moment now and just think about. What do they mean? I think a lot of people automatically go straight to like bubble baths and face masks when you talk about self-care. But the thing is about it is it's so much more than that. There's so much more to it. Um, Self-cares are the non-fun things as well. They're things like boundaries. They might be things like remembering to take your medication if that's something that's important to your well-being. Um, You know, they can be things like looking after and nourishing your body um there's so much more to it than just the actual the simplistic more side of it and it's not that those things aren't valuable and important like absolutely baths can help relax and when you have certain salts and aromatherapy they can help lift your mood and help your body actually relax to a point where it can learn to you know have some healing and things like that so there are benefits to it but like I need to be clear on how much more it is The thing that I have been uh, very aware of, not only from my own experience, but from a lot of conversations with clients of mine, is that self-care makes people feel so selfish. And so many people just don't feel like they are worth it or that they are valuable enough or they deserve to have self-care and to have, like, act self-care, you know? And for me, that's just... a it's such a frustrating thing just because I've been there and I have learned and I've seen the impact of how important it is that you actually do nourish yourself and you do look after yourself. And the joke being, it's not actually selfish to be selfish. Um, It's extraordinarily important because when you get to learn what matters and what fills your cup, what drains it, you get to navigate your life in a much more uh, just uplifting and forward moving way whereas when we're constantly serving others and we don't give any service to ourselves um we actually do ourselves and those around us a really big disservice let me be clear on this a lot of the people that i know feel self-care is selfish they are givers they are people pleasers and they feel like it's absolutely okay to give everyone else the world and whatever it is they need emotionally physically, mentally, um, and they will completely chuck themselves on the list. However, they'll also get super upset when no one's giving that back to them, when they are pouring every ounce of their being into loving and committing to someone else, whether that's a friendship, a relationship, a family member, um, their job even, and they get super upset when that's not happening and being given back. But the thing is, on some level, we teach people how to treat us because they see how we treat us. This is not a blanket statement. This is not an assumption on everyone, FYI. Um, But nine times out of 10, if you are not giving love to yourself, if you are not doing self-care, if you are not putting in your boundaries, chances are people won't respect those because you don't have them. If you don't have a boundary, how can someone not cross it? How can someone... um, no way the limit is on what you need to feel good or what you need if you need space if you don't communicate those things not only with yourself but then with other people that's when a lot of cross wires turned up and that's when a lot of kind of stress can arise in in situations and relationships because we're not allowing ourselves that moment of realizing 
we really are the most important thing. And that can sound really jarring to some people um, because we've kind of been taught as a society that it's like, it's really rude to love yourself and to think highly of yourself, to value what you do or who you are or um, to be saying no. Like there's so much around saying no um, that seems to cause a lot of problems, whether that's just that, uh, you know, that will happen a lot in business. This is not even just about personal life now. This is, you know, it expands onto every factor. Um, you know, you'll have people, if you're not setting the right boundaries, and I mean, even if you are, you'll still get people that try and push them and then get upset when you say no. Um, but, you know, that will ask for freebies, ask for a discount, not respect your work. Um, and then you have to realise it's your job to respect your work. It's your job to respect you. And that's the bottom line. Like, that's all that matters. And the thing is, you more, the more you do it, the less those things affect you, the less those people's opinions affect you. So it's all practice and it's all evolving, um, but it all matters. And it's all underlying distinction of self-care and self-love. Um, they can sound separate, but the thing that you'll continue to learn, especially if you stick around on this podcast, is that everything is actually very, very intricate, intricately connected it all matters and it all influences each other. So, you know, if you really need to, if you're trying to fix something in one area of your life, you probably actually need to start somewhere completely different. Um, so start looking at yourself, start loving on yourself, start practicing self-care. So what is self-care? Um, as I said, self-care, yeah, absolutely. It can be bubble baths and aromatherapy and face masks. Um, it can be working out, it could be making sure that you stay hydrated. <laughs> it's boundaries. It's saying no. The boundaries as well, they're not just boundaries that you have for other people. They're boundaries you have for yourself. Um, now, this is a funny one because a lot of people tend to forget and or neglect boundaries for themselves. Um, and so I feel like a few of you might even be like, what is what is a boundary for yourself? What are you talking about? <laughs> and that's okay. Um, boundaries for yourself are learning to navigate what your non-negotiables are. Learning to navigate what situations deplete your energy and can you create less of those situations for yourself? Is that you, that you need to say no to some stuff? Probably. Um, but yeah, you need to learn what your non-negotiables are. So let me just clarify what I mean by a non-negotiable. Non-negotiables are anything that you need to continue to function at your highest level, right? So, or even just function, <laughs> even just function some days, right? Um, but that can mean that, for example, you may need a solid morning routine. Some of you might know that you need to wake up at a certain time because if you don't, maybe you're overtired and that affects your day. Some of you might know that when you get up, you need to meditate or you need to go for a run. Some of you know that you need a really solid breakfast to get you through the day and others know that you need maybe a gentler breakfast in the morning because your lunch is the thing that's going to get you through your day, right? But you have to learn what those non-negotiables are for you and implement them, create a boundary that no matter what, you start to begin to realign and begin living your best life and living a life that fulfills you. Um, and the thing is as well, you'll notice as you begin to step further into yourself and create these boundaries and non-negotiables that A, 
you'll have some people in your life that just don't like it. <laughs> they don't like you having boundary. They don't like you loving yourself and showing up all shiny. Um, shine anyway. Shine anyway. Do not let someone else's fear of light <laughs> dim yours, right? There will be some people that to start with, they'll be like, oh, <laughs> you changed. There's a, there's a boundary here. Wait, wait, what? And they might, you know, take a little bit to settle, but they'll settle. Then they'll respect your boundary and go, okay, cool. Like, I appreciate this. Like, this was maybe my bad for not seeing it, but you've put it in place really clear now. And cool. Awesome. Anyway, let's move forward. Let's continue. And there'll be others that won't even flinch. <laughs> there'll be others that just go, okay, cool. Like, we've got a new boundary. Let's go. Um, don't be afraid of allowing space between you and someone who is afraid of, jealous of, insecure of these shifts that you create for yourself. Because the bottom line is they either get to do their work, level up and walk with you, or they get to fall behind and take a different path. That is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to you and to your best version of yourself, right? So just think about that a little bit. <laughs> now, please, please, if you are driving, if you're doing anything where this is not safe for you to do so, come back to this. Please don't do it now. But if you are somewhere where you are, I don't know, sat, you are capable of having a pen and paper or your phone and making a note um, and it's safe to do so, then please do. Um, but yeah, maybe you can make a note and start listing out the things that lift your energy, the things that deplete them. And don't get me wrong, some of the things that deplete your energy might not be avoidable. <laughs> it might be work right now. Um, it might be a part of your job, you know, especially if you're self-employed. You're not going to love and thrive at every single part of that job. Not like nine times out of ten, there will be at least one thing where it's just not your forte. It's not the thing that fills you up. Um, mine really does vary depending on my mood and my energy levels. But like, I know that I'm going to have to edit a bit of this podcast and I'm just like, oh, I get impatient is my thing. So it's less that I don't, I actually enjoy editing, but I get impatient and I just want to know that something's done and I can just post it when needed. Um, so that's kind of where my downfall can come in sometimes. Um, but you will find what, <laughs> what yours is. So sometimes the things that maybe deplete your energy a little bit are, you know, in some form unavoidable. But that doesn't mean that you can't counteract that by filling up your cup with things that lift your energy, right? Because if you're constantly doing things that deplete it and not doing anything that fills it up, if we talk about it like a bank account, you're basically taking money out and not putting any money back in. <laughs> so eventually, at some point, you're going to hit a minus. You're going to go into the overdraft and you're depleted then, right? You're energetically low. Whereas if you're finding things that can put money back into your bank, then you're keeping at a balanced level. So start navigating what that means for you, looking at what that means and creating some form of list or structure so that if you're having a day where your brain, you know, those days where your brain is like, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> if you're having one of those days, then you get to go, here's my list. What on this list is something I know I can do right now? that is going to lift my energy, that's going to make me feel better. Maybe that's blasting some music and dancing around the house and having fun. And that's totally fine. Maybe it's just sitting in a corner reading a book. That is also awesome. Um, but start navigating 
what each one means for you and how you can incorporate more of the uplifting so that you can counterbalance anything, can counteract anything that is going to and deplete you in any way. Because the thing is, you'll notice as well, if your energy is depleted, you're going to react in an unaligned way and in a way that isn't truly who you are. It's coming from a place of energy depletion, frustration, um, all of these other things, right? So example, how many times have you been in a really good mood and something's little happened and you either find it funny or you don't even notice? Um, And you could have like four or five other things along the same line, even maybe one big thing and be like, oh, well, it'll be okay. Like we've got this. And how many times have you been in a depleted space and the smallest thing has happened and you have either lost your mind (laughs) or completely, and don't get me wrong, in that moment to you, it's not an overreaction because that's where you're at energetically. But when you look back, you're like, oh, maybe that was a little a little of a a big toned reaction there. Um, And it's something that wouldn't have normally bothered you. But you were just at that point, there was a trigger stack, too many things piled up, you were too depleted and energetically capable of dealing with it. And so it became a way bigger thing than it needed to be. And how often does that also not feel good? And it doesn't feel good because you know you're acting from a place of unalignment it's not your true self it's a self that comes through when you have nothing left to give and you're out of out of coins right so that's the thing you need to start becoming really mindful and aware of you and your energy what helps it what fuels it what drains it um how things make you feel rather than just being like so much of the time I hear people going oh well it's life Or, oh, well, I don't have the ability to control this. Even if it is a situation you can't control, you have the ability to adjust your mindset, your viewpoint, and your perspective on the situation. So if you can learn to shift that, then everything else is just going on around you. It doesn't have to hit and affect your energy in the same way that it has done before. And I know that that can sound like a really frustrating concept I think sometimes because especially if you're in a in a stressed mode in a stressful place um it feels like someone's judging the fact that you're in this place and they're it's like they're telling you that you can fix it and you're feeling like I can't fix it I'm knackered and you don't know my situation and all of these things and I hear you this is never ever a judgment like it's so important that we actually stop judging each other so much and start realizing that life is a constant moving, evolving thing. And so are people. Um, so nothing is ever a judgment. It's a build up of realizations and discoveries and insights that I know long term will help you will help you realign, will help you feel more balanced, will help you become the best version of yourself. And I'm not saying these things are overnight. You have to build on it. You have to practice acts of love. You have to practice acts of self-care. Did I look at myself in the mirror overnight and be like, damn, she's awesome. Look at her. Like, she looks beautiful. Hell no. (laughs) That took me so long. That took such a building process. I used to look at myself and hate myself. I used to hate the way I looked. I used to hate my weight. I used to just hate so much about myself. 
and this not an it's not an exaggeration like I got bullied I've been mistreated I've had a lot that I've misunderstood about myself there's an endless list here right but the thing is I mean even without my lowest weight and I was very slim actually when I look back at those photos I still didn't see it because I didn't feel it I didn't feel worthy I didn't feel beautiful and that was a constant acting process for me to learn to love myself and to connect with myself. I'm currently at one of my highest weights, but I am also now the happiest I've ever been. I can look at myself and go, you look beautiful today. I love the work I do. I love where I am in my life. And if you'd have told me, younger me, that I would feel like this, I would be like, that sounds amazing, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> like you, you, you gotta be telling a lie here somewhere. Um, but it was constant, small, daily acts of self-love. It was learning to change the words I used when I spoke to myself. That was a constant practice and I did not always believe it, but I chose to constantly readjust the words I just used. It was taking selfies. Now, this is something that really, like, people go, huh? <laughs> I used to hate photos of myself, taking photos of myself. I constantly, the thing is as well, you could see in my eyes how unhappy I was for such a long time. But honestly, I just kept taking them. I don't know what it was about this. This was something I think I unintentionally kind of self-taught myself, but actually has turned out to be one of the most valuable things. And it's something that I've learned a lot of other people actually recommend and utilize as a, as a technique and a tool to help you feel better. Um, and trust me, there are going to be days, there are going to be days where you're like, oh, when you look at a photo to start with, right? Um, but keep going, take a photo every day, every day, especially if you can, if you've just had a really fun moment, if you, I don't know, with someone you love, like take a photo and just keep building on that. Because eventually this really interesting thing happens where you stop looking at all your flaws and you notice the love in your eyes, or the smile on your face, or you remember the feeling you felt when you took the photo. And you begin to re-perceive yourself through new eyes. You begin to realize that your flaws aren't flaws. They're judgments that you either made about yourself or learned to make about yourself that are BS. Like every single human has epically beautiful qualities about them, physically, mentally, spiritually. But here's the thing. The more you become yourself, the more you realign with who you are, who you want to be and where you want to go, the more you allow your light to shine. That light, oh my God, it changes everything. Not only for you, especially for you, but not only for you, people start to see you in that light. How many times have you gotten to know someone that may be physically beautiful, but their personality has been a big pile of stuff? Like they've not been a nice person. And suddenly are they attractive anymore? No, no, <laughs> no. Because so much of what makes people beautiful is just them being them, their beautiful, authentic self. So you be you, you be joyful, you love yourself, like step by step, day by day, that will show. 
And not only will it show for others, but you'll begin to see it. And I just let me tell you, even if you're not feeling right now, I promise you are worthy. You deserve to love yourself. I can guarantee you probably don't realize how many people you inspire, make smile, that you that they just think the world of you. They have nothing good but good things to say to you or for about you. You are an incredible light. And just keep putting one foot in front of the other because you will see it. But you have to start putting yourself at the top of your priority list. No matter what. Even if you've got kids, I hear you, I just heard you out there. Even if you've got kids, like absolutely they're a priority. I'm not down that. But you have to realise you have to make you a priority. Because if you are the best version of yourself, you get to be the best parent. You get to be the best version of yourself for them. So if you need to separate it and not make it about you, realize that when you do everything to become that light, best, beautiful version of yourself and that is there and most people can see and you want to expand on that, that in turn will affect every single thing in your life, every person, every opportunity. Your mindset, your perspective of yourself will change everything and that is within your power. So start to make a choice today. What can you do? What can you change? Who do you want to become? Start writing it down. Start manifesting it. Start visualizing it and know, know that you can be that person. You can do that thing. You can achieve your dream that you're wanting to dream and achieve, right? You can do it. But you've got to start loving on you and realizing that you are worth your deepest desires. You deserve to be loved and to be abundant and successful and feel joy. This world is infinite. The possibilities are endless. Stop limiting yourself because someone at some time was threatened by your glorious light that they tried to dim it. And even if Even if they have succeeded for a little while, they don't get to succeed forever. You get to choose now. So I'm going to leave you with that thought. I'm going to leave you with that little connection there. And I just want you to remember, like, you've got this and I believe in you. So I hope that there's some food for thought for you guys in this podcast today. Go follow me on Instagram at Realign Podcast. Let me know what you want to hear more of, how you found this episode. And um, I'm sending you all so much love. I cannot wait to see how you start bringing that self-love to yourself. And um, have an awesome, awesome, awesome day. Take care and I will see you all in the next one. Lots of love from me. Mwah.